Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast with me, Russell Guyver. I reckon it's about time for another match day special, don't you? And that's what we've got coming up for you here, as the Albion, fresh from their excellent 3-0 win away to Wolves, continuing our brilliant away record this season, had the rather more daunting task of, dan dan dan, a home game. And it was a home game against the mighty Manchester United. Yeah, multi-billion pound squad with, well, one of the best players of all time in Cristiano Ronaldo in the squad amongst an array of stars. It was going to be a tough task, wasn't it, to get anything from that match given our home form. And even if we did, it was going to be by close margin, that's for sure. No way we could be uh, winning easily in this game. So, let's see if we can manage this biblical task. As you settle back and listen to me chatting to a bunch of rogues pre, during and post-match, during the game from Saturday. Settle back and enjoy if you can. Uh, right, well, 
Scott, Scott from We Are Brighton, I'm with you in the West Upper, bumped into you in the beer queue, uh, a little bit thirsty, it looks like you are too, and it's thirsty work watching this lot, isn't it, because the Albion are 1-0 up, thoroughly deserved, I think, from a great goal from our man Moises Caicedo, the new South American star. I meant to get an Ecuador flag and I didn't today, I'm really annoyed I didn't now. Uh, what did you make of him, the first half, and the Albion in general? Well, I'm not one to get too carried away, but I think he could well be a future Ballon d'Or winner. Oh, whoa! I love it. <laughs> I've not seen a Moses part the Red Sea like he parted those red shirts love and it. the ball flew in the bottom corner. I'll be waiting for a biblical reference to come <laughs> You've got in early there, that's impressive. I like it. Either, you know, if we sign Gabriel Jesus or Jesus, <laughs> we're laughing next season. It's, it's been fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. The question is, can it last? I know, I know. We were saying just off air just now, first half thoroughly deserved, but can we continue what we're doing into the second half? And will Man United, for our sake, continue to do what they're doing, which is not very much? Yeah, I, I think they look like a team who have basically got absolutely nothing to play for. Yeah. They're, they're guaranteed Europa League, aren't they? they yeah. Even if they drop into Europa Conference, it doesn't matter. They're, half the team's going to be sold in the summer. It's they're on, they're on the beach and yeah. you know, this is a massive opportunity for Brighton to get points on the board <laughs> we've been interrupted by Duncan we're on air we're on air doing the podcast with Scott who you know from We Are Brighton or if you don't yeah 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 I've seen Duncan, you Scott, see you on the Duncan Duncan do, it's going alright isn't it first half yeah it's alright they haven't they haven't had anything of the ball it's incredible <laughs> we played absolutely brilliantly one of the best First half, so I've seen Brighton play, especially against Toxic side as well. Absolutely brilliant. Scored a great goal. Welly could have um, uh, scored a second one with yeah. a long pass, oh, so just chipped it. Um, and to cap it all, Ronaldo was, uh, got, had a hissy bit and he's got a yellow card for uh, when Dunk owned him. So uh, thank you very much. What we all need now is the McTominay yellow card to come in at 3 to 1 and then. <laughs> it's happy days. What you need? <laughs> he told me what his best is. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Ronaldo. Had to, I mean, we, we all know what he could do in yeah. a split second. Yeah. But based on the first half, he passed the ball out of play very ineffectually, and with no pressure on him at all. Yeah. Twice in about ninety seconds on the same side, on the west side of the top side. And yeah. then I think there was some ineffectual touch. And he's, he's been terrible first half, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. They've all collectively been he, he some, fairly well. I mean, he was unlucky to yeah. get a booking compared with what the Tomaday did in the first half. And yeah. I, I actually have a bit of sympathy with Ronaldo for getting booked for that based on the rest of what's happened. But he did flail his arms up in the air. Yeah. I didn't really see the uh, shake of the head. I do like the shake of the head, the petulant schoolboy. Yeah, and it was look. the waving of the arms when the ref walked past him after he'd given him yes, the card as yeah. well. Which you got to laugh, you got to yeah, laugh, yeah. 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 But it's been fantastic, isn't it? Lovely. More of the same. Absolutely brilliant. More of the same, 100%. Yes, please. And we'll get some more half-time analysis in a moment. Quiet, quiet be on interviews. It's much like having a face like that. Face for radio. Face for radio. I've got hair for radio. You have got a face for radio, and so have I. And we've got voices for silent cinema, haven't we, Steve? Absolutely, yeah. That's the way we like it, mate. Um, My voice is already going. Brilliant atmosphere, first half. 1-0. Could have been more. Um... It's been brilliant, hasn't it? I think we should get an extra point for the atmosphere. I can see some, um, I would say Mancunians, but I think they're from Surrey. I can see some of their faces and they're a bit shell-shocked with a home atmosphere like that. But absolutely incredible performance, atmosphere, and there's only one team that wants it. And do you know what? I don't, if we go and lose now, 
three or four one to some moment of individual brilliance. I'm still chuffed with how we played there and how we won it way more than that that team of individuals that are paid stupid money, cost stupid money, and I'm proud to be Albion as always. That's the way to look at it, isn't it? Because that is sensational. Whatever happens next, that's a sensational first half, thoroughly deserved. And this is one of the most expensive the assembled teams of the world. And we've battered them in terms of the match play. It hasn't been a brilliant game, but we've been great. And we've thoroughly deserved to be 1-0 up. That is what we're saying. You can always blink and, and forget where we were a few years ago. But here you've got the world's self-proclaimed best player. He is one of the greatest players of all time, I will admit. Um, and he's been terrible today. I know that can happen. I know that can change in an instant. As you said, you've alluded to the second half. That can happen. But we've kept him as quiet as a dormouse in the first half. We've kept the team as quiet as dormice. And we've been, we've been great, haven't we? Front, front, incisive and direct. I'd say simply there is 11 players that want it. Every single one of them want it more than the other 11. There's not one main United player out there that you can say he really wants it. He's giving it a real good shift yeah. today. Whereas every single one of our lads, and they will make mistakes occasionally. If they do second half, they do. But they all want it. And the attitude has been absolutely superb. Yeah. McTominay should have got booked a few times. Got away with it. Ronaldo does one in for each and gets booked. It was quite funny. I do sympathise with him, though, because that's disproportionate. But it was quite funny. It's right in front of us, isn't it? Ronaldo getting booked right in front of us <laughs> for a foul on Lewis Stunt, Sussex born and bred captain of the Albion I will never forget that moment and uh, his subsequent tantrum and subsequent goading from the crowd absolutely brilliant that's what we do it for yeah, absolutely Steve-O you and I and some others around us have been making a shed load of noise we're going to do that second half as well if my voice will survive and uh on we go, on we go. On the Albion. Well, maybe have a chat full time, but I'm going to stick with my 3 1 prediction. Any idea for the second half? I don't care, we've been brilliant. That's all I care about. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Got back from the toilet too late. Second half kicks off. I've missed the bloody second goal. Listen to this. Guess who scored? I missed it, Kevin, you didn't describe. Well, just smashed it in the top corner, mate. <laughs> From a very tight angle, lovely work goal. It was uh, amazing and he loved it. People in the north people on the north stand tumbling down. The stewards involved. It was limbs. Great to see. Limbs, yeah. Limbs. Oh, I love it. And we almost created another chance after that as well. We're doing the podcast, John, my seat neighbour. Would you care to uh, contribute? What's your thoughts on that second goal and the performance so far in general? Speechless. <laughs> A terrific second goal. What? Oh, a tight angle. I gutted I missed it. But there may be more. We're on the attack as we speak. Danny Welbeck. Old man, new player, of course. I missed it as well, the second goal. Yeah. Still on the attack. Gross. We got Solly. 
Inside to Biss. Ah, snuffed out, snuffed out. Hey! Back heel by Gross. Ball in and it's cleared. But there we go. But yeah, 2 0. Thoroughly deserved. I'm disgusted I missed that goal. But this is a fantastic performance, isn't it, Kevin? It is. Wonderful. Good to see. United all over the place. Uh, just not a threat at all. Sexy man Cavani is on, on though. And, um, <laughs> I would quite like to see him score a goal, but hopefully Brighton oh, score, score a, couple, a couple more before he does. Well, I've got a bet on a 3-1 win, so he, right, okay. he could score their consolation. And your mate Will's with us today. Will, what do you think about the game so far? Yeah, Brighton are showing absolute dominance against this United team that don't really know what they're supposed to be doing. This is an organised Brighton that are really showing it to Man United as to how to play it. Yeah, absolutely. And how was your double logo? Was it alright? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think I was short measured. I will speak to the bar staff later. All our points were short. So there we go. Who cares? We're winning. <laughs> oh, Brighton. Your city is blue. Two points. Trossard inside. Mark sways this way and that and buries it in the corner. Solly, his first goal of the season, isn't it? And lo loads of... Sorry? Gross, sorry, gross, gross, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's the first goal of the season, gross, isn't it? Um, and all of the... Loads of the, uh, the ultras have taken their tops off. I'm not sure that's that savoury, to be honest. And here we go again. Oh, let's get another one. Screw my 3-1 bet. Let's have another goal. Trossard taking the piss. United on the ball. Caicedo intercepts. Kukurea, Desuma, Kukurea, Dunk, Veltman. We're just taking the piss here, aren't we? 3-0 up in the 58th minute. And what a noise as well. That wide, that wide, 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 wide. Oh my God! Oh my God! Big save! Big save! We're falling up! 
they are, maybe. Oh, oh, yeah. If it goes to five, <laughs> and John, I've got loads of people I know who are Man U fans. Possible handball, they're second possible handball. Either way round, I've got loads of Man U fans. The amount of they're getting from me, assuming that we win this game, is just off the scale. Anyway, here's the outcome of VAR coming up any second now. There's an argument going on between the goalie and the right back of Man U. Rest waiting on the decision. This is unbelievable. I think it might be, it might be disallowed, we don't know yet. Please let them allow this, it'll be so good. That's a bit worrying, isn't it? They're taking time. Yeah, at the moment the referees are standing there. Here. Yeah. Big Dave and oh. my old mate Paul. Big Dave from Russington. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. That's why, that's why I come here. That's why I've got a season ticket. Because I love Brian. Love him. And occasionally, occasionally, we get moments like this, don't we? This is it. This is special. Yeah. Down to the boozer afterwards. Oh, I'm celebrating this one. <laughs> Paul, big word. Paul, what do you think of the game? Amazing! <laughs> Fantastic. This is sensational. We've been superb. I just annoyed I missed the first goal, uh, the, the first goal of the second half, but. And I've lost my bet. Do I care? I think you can guess the answer to that, can't you, Kevin? I don't give a slightest shit. Post! Oh! Boom! Save the second, I shirt off, mate. 
No, no, What a counter attack. One, two, hit the post. Hit the post. And we got a corner for the clearance. Everyone's on their feet. There's scarves being swirled. Some people are still topless. That's pretty unpleasant. Doing the Ronaldo. Another corner. Let's stay with us. 5 0, here we go. 5 0 inbounds. Oh. <laughs> Not far off. <laughs> they scored, but it's offside. Side. Rebound was offside. It's an offside after a brilliant save though, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Sanchez, yeah. flying one-handed to his right. Somebody again. I know. He's not, has he been booked yet? He's still not been booked. He's given him a nose. Fair enough. Well, I said to a couple of United fans after the game, win or lose or draw, if you, if you want to, you come in the North Stands, concourse, and drink after the game. Because you're going to have to wait for an hour anyway. Do you reckon they might not turn up, though? <laughs> fair play to They were actually decent fellas, to be fair. We're thrashing someone at home. <laughs> oh. This is a classic chance, isn't it? Because you're singing, you're basically putting down your team while mocking the opposition fans. It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it, really? <laughs> 
good save from Sanchez again. And we can now fully smell the flare that went off about five minutes ago. To celebrate United being 4-0 down by the United fans. Interesting. He's seen us win 3 0 at Wolves, yeah. and we're so far 4 0 up home to Man United. I, I reckon he might be quite a positive influence on us. What do you think, John? Just a bit, eh? Hey? Bloody hell. He's timed his, his re arrival rather well, I think. Yeah, you can see every game there. Yeah, he said he's not used to seeing us in the daylight. <laughs> As in playing in the daylight. But I mean, in the daylight when he's watching us. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. What's he got? You know, the fans having trouble getting their flag up the right way. <laughs> Initially hung upside down, which is... Well, they're having trouble quite, getting everything right today, aren't they? Quite happy, isn't it? <laughs> Even setting their flares off at the wrong moment. Right, so here we are in the 79th minute. Kevin, it's going quite well, isn't it? It is. But uh, <laughs> aside from the game, I'd just like to say a big thank you to the stewards in this second half for allowing us to, to bang the advertisement in front of us. Which makes a massive difference. To the atmosphere. They came in once, yeah. they walked away. That was it. <laughs> they, they were seed off by Sebo. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It's a good game to put it back into to get it. Good work for Fred there, intercepted, ball forward's not so good. Slab head has it. Oh, 
That uh, Ross was miles offside last week. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, against Southampton. He was slightly off, only by a fraction. Hey! And Ronaldo, Ronaldo has planted the ball with his left foot miles off. Ronaldo has planted it miles wide with a left footed shot. Terrible day for him, great day for the Albion. And in particular, Trossard has had a good game. He's coming off and he's going to be replaced by Neil Morpé. What's your name, by the way? Chalky. Chalky. Russell. We're doing a podcast. Chalky, do you want to have a quick word about the game? What do you think about it? Mate, best atmosphere all season. Brighton are tremendous. Happy days. Let's go Europe next year. Superb. Chalky, you're in the Burmos crew, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Seagulls over Burmos, come on. (laughs) (laughs) No. We're saying this could be any score, and we're not going to do this again. Let's press the fucking buttons. Let's finish them even more. Great block. Stopping Ronaldo. First meaningful chance. left to three minutes to stop the time. United on the ball, but who cares? We just want the clean sheet now, don't we? Right, 
Yep. Uh, literally about 50%, 40-50% of United fans have gone already. To be fair, I think it's difficult connections for those going back to Manchester, which is about five or six people. But um, apart from that, it's... Uh, Again? Oh my god! He must be off, isn't he? You have to celebrate this. The speculation. I'm not one to I'm not one to read too much into it, but that is a. There's other subs going on the pitch right now to celebrate. Yeah. Everyone else is there. He's gone, isn't he? He's gone.
Superseded City, yeah. for example. Yeah, Premier League, yes, absolutely annihilated. City, they were title winners already. They went down to ten men. Amazing comeback, but nonetheless, full house. We've battered. Unbelievable, unbelievable atmosphere. We should get an extra point for having the best atmosphere in the absolutely. Premier League today. And we should have a better goal difference soon. Absolutely we, superb. Every one of them. We flooded them. We blitzed them. We whacked them. Cheers, I've seen Europe, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, you're off, you're off. Cheers, Gary, see you soon. Oh! Cheers, Dave, Yeah, see you later, mate. Cheers. Yeah, uh, down in the north side. Do you want to come down there? Shoney, Shoney, come on, you've got to come on the podcast. Oh, no. It's a one-off. Shoney, come on. Right now. Yeah, yeah, right now. We're on the air. See you go. See Fucking amazing. What? This game. is my penultimate game. Penultimate game? Yeah, giving up my season to Carlo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, penultimate man, this game. What a time to pick. Brilliant. And I was a Man United fan when I was younger, so this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, have a good trip back. See you soon. South Coast. Corellia's hair looks brilliant, doesn't it? It's almost like we should get it's almost like we should get some wigs uh, and do something with that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think we the UK uh, wigs. I think we're going to cook Corellia wigs anyway. Let's get some beers. Two full dunkers. There's only two full dunkers. Two full dunkers. Thank you, Duncan. And what magnificent paints you have. What magnificent paints you have. Cheers, I'm on the top side there. He's got his head on. Upside down, he's got his head on. Upside down. Wedge, we've just been men in iron for now, haven't we? I I just woke up and I think think it's true. It is true. You look very nonchalant. You've been standing in the background, standing in the background. Looking very nonchalant. No, I'm just <laughs> delighted that Middle Sun was able to get here from Australia to come and witness such a fantastic performance. Probably our best ever victory in top level soccer. Yeah, it's our biggest but victory. But I'm really gutted. That oh, well, in the gutted and yeah. disappointed yeah. that his two brothers <laughs> don't bother to come. I knew you were going to get onto this. They're playing bloody cricket. Their names are Charlie and Courtney, aren't they? So Charlie and Courtney, for goodness sake, if our team are going to put on a performance like this, and we're all issue, they're playing Olay. bloody cricket. 
We need another man down here to help us buy the beers. Charlie, Courtney, we know you're listening to this podcast. You deny it, probably. But we know you're listening. Your dad's calling you out. Your brother is standing next to us with the smuggest look on his face I've ever seen. He's come out from Australia. And he's 7-0. He's 7-0 up. Packed in within about four days. <laughs> Fuck me, George. Can you stay here forever? To the Georgie boys. Is <laughs> uh, that better than Wolves? It was, yes. Yeah. If, it's hard, if it, that was even possible. Wow. <laughs> I, I'd only just got my voice back yesterday from Wolves last weekend. And it's completely gone again. <laughs> but I couldn't give a fine... A fine buck and a rolling donut. <laughs> 4-0. United really were that bad and we really were that good. We dismantled them, pulled their pants down and wiped them like a dirty ass. I'm sorry, but it was that good. I said before the game we were going to beat them. And I said batter, but what I really meant was I thought we'd win 3-1 or something like that. Absolutely. We beat the 4 which should have been 6, in my opinion. 7 even. 7 even. Uh, So the best bit about it is, I don't think this is revenge for last season's 5 crossbar game. Because that game, uh, we had an overturned penalty decision, wrongly. We had two second yellows should have been given. And, and the goal after yeah. the final whistle. After the final whistle. And then the extra five, seven minutes at the end then. And then the, the corner. setting off after the... And the corner wasn't the corner. The corner wasn't the corner. So this is not revenge for that, because no. that will require us to get lucky with decisions. This is something else. This is We've skill. still got that in hand, Man United. Yeah. We've still got that in hand. So Bruno Fernandes, you absolute cop-juggling thundercut. <laughs> At the end of the game, at the end of the game, uh, that, that last season, he, he said, he was asked, well, you have to concede Brian, we're unlucky. And he said, well, hitting the bar five times is not lucky, it's just morally inaccurate, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You hot, juggling, whatever. You prick. This is for you, Bruno, because that was unlucky, because there was a decision overturned that shouldn't have been. There were two yellow cards, second yellows that should have been given. One was for you, by the way, Bruno, and they shouldn't have had enough time to would, win that penalty. I would say they were lucky today. They were lucky today. But McTominay, for yeah. example, five or six blatant fouls. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. even a booking. Yeah. Just professional fouls. Yeah. You just kept doing it time after time and got away with and it. I'm going to half time. To be fair, I actually had some sympathy for Ronaldo. Not because I've got any sympathy for him in general, <laughs> but because he got booked for what McTominay yeah, been doing all game. He does yeah. it once against yeah. books. It wasn't even that oh, it don't just delay his clearance. Yeah. And yeah. Ronaldo just sort of tapped him. It wasn't. Yeah. So let's give kick, but not fair a fair play to him. That was unlucky. However, he was shite, wasn't he? If you don't, if you get stand, right? you stand there with your hands on hips like a double team part, you're not going to get anything. He wasn't getting any service, and then when he actually got the ball, he fluffed it up. The left foot is shot in the second half. This has been light, wasn't it? We were singing, what a waste of money. I could do better than that. I could do better than that with my left foot than he did with his. It's a joy and a delight. Everything. This is, can I just say, Russ, this is one of the great Albion games ever. People will remember this for the rest of their lives. We've utterly smashed a top six club, a top four club. You know, one of the greatest clubs in the world. At 5.30 
on TV around the world. And and people won't remember the context. They'll remember that we've been the 4-0. Context will be gone. They'll be good again. And people will forget how shit they were today. To be fair, we were brilliant, but people will think, ah, 4-0... Yeah, but it's, yeah, United were shy. I'll say that on match of the day tonight. Well, hopefully, 100%. I was saying earlier that, yeah, hopefully they will say, right, we're brilliant. But and man, what are we going to be singing next season to Man United fans? We won five. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I thought I was dreaming, when uh, when we started singing, we won five. We won five. Against United. Against United. And we were there for this seminal moment where we went. You were there, Duncan was here, your son... George was here, I was here, yeah. two of your sons weren't here though, as you mentioned. No, I know. And they no, missed no. out. Yeah, and apparently they lost their cricket matches as well. At least it was worth it. It was wonderful. And um, middle son taking him to Leeds next week because we're going to win 3 0, which will make it 10 0 for the three games that he's watched. Yeah. No, 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 it's going to be. George has seen 3 0. 4 0. 5 0 against Leeds. And 6 0 against Leeds. And 6 0 West Ham at home. Oh, please. I can't stand Leeds or West Ham. Please let the scores increase. That would, that, that would suit me admirably. Brilliant. So, any further thoughts on the game, George? Well, maybe, um, I permanently aside. Maybe a topic for a later date. Yeah. Um, whether that was the greatest. Albion win of our, of our Premier League history. Oh, yeah, that's the figure. We'll discuss that maybe next weekend. Yeah. But you've got to comment on how good our finishing was today. Yeah. Caicedo picking that one up and putting it right in the bottom corner. Second yeah. goal, Kukurea charged from centre mid to get onto the end of that one uh, for the second goal. Gross. Unbelievable touch to take it round Varan and then just dink it to the bottom corner past De Gea. You took it early. That was the case. And just the, the one slice of luck was the fourth goal. Welbeck dinking De Gea. The defender, I'm not sure if it was Dallow or Varan, managed to hook it off the line, but straight into the waiting chest of Leandro Drossa. And it was the chest, not the It hand. was the chest, not the hand. Not even VAR could save them today. What a fantastic moment. And we may even, in the end, be ahead of Palace on goal difference. That is still a feasible option now. They're yeah. eight ahead of us still, but the way we're playing, that's yeah, but look, five nil and six nil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> George, welcome back. I think, I think everyone. You're will not agree going anywhere, mate. <laughs> You're handcuffed too. Your dad for all these games. Old man's already yeah. confiscated both my passports. So. <laughs> <laughs> and let's finish this section with a bit of a song. Look out, Leeds! Post-match, we're in the North Concourse. I've run into my old pod buddy, Peter. And fellow Seagulls over London members, Annie Bravery, guest contributor on the show. Phil Breeze, who made his debut a few weeks, a few months ago. And David Townsend, a very popular figure of the Seagulls over London ilk as well. Peter, that was reasonably okay, wasn't it, today? I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a bit. It wasn't that great, to be honest. I mean, we should have had six or seven, so yeah. I, I felt our finishing lacked something today. We just didn't quite get there, and, uh, you know, you know was, we're a bit more interested in it than we were. <laughs> 
there was a number of flaws I thought yeah. we didn't exploit things Ross didn't get his tactics right I think but Welbeck missed two guilt edge chances I might have taken a 4-0 four, a four at the start but yeah yeah possibly 5 would have been more acceptable <laughs> no what, what a game unbelievable even a fucking referee couldn't save them today <laughs> like literally every bloody time the referee saves them it's like yeah Today, oh, even a referee could not save. Oh, by the way, earlier on this episode, I've dropped the C bomb for the one and only time. <laughs> I was describing Bruno Fernandes, who is a cock juggling. No, 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 no. I was all right with him. I was he, leaving. He used a C bomb and didn't like you, Ronaldo. Well, my, my thing at Bruno was to do with his very cocky riposte to the media last season, when they had so much like, and then said it was all about us hitting the bar. Anyway, not, let's we forget about it right now. By the way. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, Bruno. Hope you enjoy your Saturday. Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. I've lost track of time. <laughs> Is he a right man to be in charge of a podcast? He's lost track of the day now. I have lost track of the He's day. He's lost track of the day. He's lost, lost track, track of, of the day. day. He's Russell Sit Diver. down, shut up. He's lost Sit track down, of the up. day. Anyway, it's been quite good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I genuinely don't think there's going to be a many better moments watching Albion today. It's like... I look, you look back on like 25 years ago and all the time like recently and also then the, 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 the chilling and like a fawn order thing to Darlington and that sort of thing if you told me on that day when we lost the Peter Smith getting an own goal that we'd beat Man U four minute at home one day with the so-called best player in the world in their team I, I, I genuinely have like laughed at you I mean it's just yeah. we've beaten big sides we, we have beaten teams company in Premier League but we've not done the two together and yeah. Yeah, I genuinely, think, I, I, yeah, it was, I mean, was mind blowing afternoon. And I genuinely thought half time we were a one nil down, one nil up. We we left it a bit short. We should have been two up, and they might come out and repost. Yeah, that often happened. They were terrible. They even worse second half. First fifteen minutes, we absolutely battered them, and it it was a thing of beauty. That third goal, Sanchez's pass, Kukurea inside, oh, Trossard. It was just gold, wasn't it? Absolute gold. You're right. Uh, we, we, beat, we won 4-0 that is our biggest win in the Premier League era and it was certainly our biggest win in terms of magnitude uh, I was saying the City game last season coming from 2-0 down to the Champions to win 3-2 it's something special but no, they've already won the title and, they won the title, yeah. Yeah. and this is a Man U team admittedly not very good but it's still Man United they're still like 6th in the league whatever. they're it's still like trying they're, to get Europe as well they're not like Boston or something you know yeah. Genuinely, they we've stuck them. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Uh, Andy, over to you, sir. Have you quite enjoyed that today, Mr. Andy Bravery? It's one of those exciting games, isn't it? Like the crowd from the start, they're all up for it. There's no gaps there, no gaps in the crowd today. Yeah. No one wants to leave at the end. Half of the away end. They go, they go, well, well, yeah. yeah well, like 60 minutes. Well, some of them were going when it was 2 0. Yeah. It was one of those games, though, where, well, we've seen a lot of them this season. We're winning 1 0 at half time, could have been 3. Taking second half, are we going to pay for that? But no, we were, we're on the front foot. I mean, we see Chikarena score and cry. Man's crying. Gross shows great composure, puts the ball in the net. Yeah. If only Welbeck could have got a couple of goals, it would have been like. And, and then also, with that sort of that, you've got Sanchez playing an absolute blinder in goal. Yeah. And he didn't put a foot wrong today. Yeah. Occasionally has a wobbly moment, but today nothing. That offside and then, like, goal. All the singing at the end, the crowd didn't oh, go on. Well, the atmosphere is amazing. It's just like I think I'll probably go down. Actually, it's probably one of our best home games in the Premier League. 
And uh, Leanne Aitch as well. well yeah, yeah, generally. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you mentioned Sanchez saying that offside goal Man United correctly had ruled out, came off the, directly off the back of that save yeah. and the subsequent phase of play. Yeah. Oh, that was a brilliant save. It was spectacular, it really was. Phil, Phil, oh, you've nice. been, you've been with you. us before. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, how did you enjoy that? You're an East Stander, aren't you? Um, I am, but interestingly, that was my first ever game in the North. Oh, right, you're yeah. in the North today. So, what a game to pick for the North, especially when three of the four goals were, were in front of us. So, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and it's actually pretty good, pretty good view from the North. Um, yeah, speechless. I mean, that, that ten minute spell with the goals was just phenomenal. Um, and when the fourth went in, everyone was just blue-eyed looking at each other going, what is going on? <laughs> uh, and then the 20 minutes of Sanchez saves, you know, then pressure at the other end. Yeah. But Sanchez, absolutely incredible. He just picks the ball out of the air. I mean, the, the atmosphere amongst fans, around me, I'm sure it's around you as well, was a mixture of joy, incredulity, and just delight. And that whole... I can't believe this is happening, yeah, really. Yeah. Not because United are the best version of themselves, but they're still a big club. That's still a big scout. And to thrash them 4 0, yeah. and for that to be. Well, I'm not watching their players. Those girls are going in. I mean, they, they were all over the place. Yeah. Know, all over the place. They had to bring on that Harry Maguire just to, you know, set, reset them. You know, yeah. hilarious. Um, and then the symmetry of the 25 years, what a game to hit United 4 0. Wonderful. Yes, let's not forget. 25 years yes. since all the Harrisford stuff all this week. And yeah. then to, to hit United 4 0. Yeah. Hats off to all the people that have uh, attended the. Um, the Legends dinner, the people have been on that, Albion Unlimited and all the various yeah. other stuff that's gone yeah. on in that regard. Uh, we will never forget that. We will never forget But it makes these moments all the better yeah. as well, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, we won't even believe it when we wake up tomorrow morning and that's when we're going to sink in, I guess. I'll tell you what, we recorded the programme. I'm not deleting that anytime soon. I might be watching that a few times on my TV box. Yeah. No. What, what a day. Brilliant. And to have Ronaldo in the team to smash him 4-0. I'm very glad he was in that team. Historically, in years to come, we will never forget that. <laughs> Phil, it's been a pleasure, sir. We'll get you on again soon. Yeah.
They're monitoring the website and the, uh, the podcast. The the <laughs> <laughs> it's my lucky right. bottle talk. It's more historic. Yeah, so now, that, 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 that is bad. So two weeks to West Anglia. Sorry, mate, you can't bring that in. Oh, no, no, you don't understand. This is my lucky bottle top. You can't not let it. It's the first time I've ever a bottle. This sound is not stuck in it right. Uh, <laughs> 
He parks the Red Sea, he scored against Manchester FC, MUFC, something like that. No, there's got to be something about the bull rushes as well. <laughs> the bull rushes. Wonderful, I love it. Gold rushes. Who thought on a night, night out watching the football, we'd hear the words, there's got to be something about bull rushes. Event really as well. The atmosphere was sensational. 
Unfortunately, with my mic on my phone, I can't pick up just how good it was, just in the West Upper alone, let alone the rest of the ground. But everyone had an absolutely brilliant time, and I shared that moment, or those moments, with a number of great friends, all of whom had an equally brilliant time. I'm still buzzing, recording this only on Wednesday after the game, so um, I've just been too busy to catch on to this sooner, to bookend the show, but... Um, to be honest, I'm still buzzing from the result. It was it was superb. 4-0. Goals on 15 minutes from Caicedo. 49 minutes from Kukurea. Grosh on 57 minutes. And Trossard on 60. So three goals coming early in the second half. Trossard was accredited with both of the assists for the middle goals. Um, the earlier and later ones being, uh, well, just kind of a bounce back from either from the post or elsewhere. So um, no assists accredited for those. The lineup in the game, well, um, for the Albion, it was, of course, Sanchez in goal. A back three of Veltman, Duncan Kukurea, with March, Basuma, Caicedo and Trossard across the middle, Grosh and McAllister further forward, and Welbeck um, pinpointing the attack. Lots of good partnerships across the field in this game. Caicedo and Basuma, they didn't have Mwepu with them, of course, because he's injured, but Linked up well with McAllister and with Grosh. Grosh linked up really well to the right side with March. Trossard had a great influence on the game. And Welbeck, I think the benefit there is that he does a lot of running. He creates the space for others. So um, with this midfield, it allowed room for shots. And of course, it is no coincidence that the goals all came from there. Ironically, Welbeck had no goal involvement in any of the four um, strikes. So um, I don't think he'll be complaining too much. He was one of our best players in... Well, well, it's hard to say, actually, isn't it? Everyone was superb in this game. Um, For reference, March was subbed on 76 minutes, Trossard on 83 by Lamptey and Morpé, respectively. All of that came after Webster had come on for McAllister in the 67th minute. And I do think, actually, when that happened, we took our foot off the pedal a little bit. I don't know how much that was to do with the substitution itself. But around that time, the the hour mark, we took our foot off the pedal. We could, as we said on the match day, um, special footage live at the time, we could have scored more goals. Danny Welbeck, we mentioned, wasn't in any involved in any of the goals directly, but he himself could have got two goals trying to intercept um, a ball. He nearly chipped the goalkeeper successfully. Well, he did chip the goalie, but it was just just off target. And later in the game, he had a curling shot, which for all the world looked like it was going to go in when you look at the action replay, but curled just wide. McAllister also hit the post. Overall, man for man, as individuals working in a team and as individuals in their own right, everybody was superb. And the best moments, if you could pick them, if you could pick one, well... I couldn't, to be honest. There were several. Ronaldo getting booked, which was quite funny. McTominay should have been booked about five times, but that's McTominay and referees in the Premier League for you. But Ronaldo did get booked. I think it was harsh in comparison to what McTominay had done. However, that was an entertaining, funny moment. Dunk owning him, him getting petulant, flailing his arms in the air as usual, and a bit of a shake of the head. Um, That was a great moment, but that takes absolutely nothing in comparison to three moments in the game for the Albion. One was the third goal of the game, the long ball, the brilliant control, the build-up and Grosh's finish. Composed, took his moment, took his time, finished it absolutely superbly. That was brilliant. McAllister's goal, if it had been a goal, would have been goal of the season. The one where he hit the post. What a great move. That really was superb football. And... Moving back to Pascal Grosch on the subject of him, 
the triple step over. Well, it was a double step over, followed by another little uh, flip back pass. Superb work on the side there. Took the absolute piss out of Varane. Um, and as our friend Robin said, um, sent him to Eastbourne with the way he skilled him through there. Absolutely superb work all around there. Um, so the, the game as a whole, I think, um, we dominated it from start to finish. The BBC report starts with the words, Manchester United suffered a humiliating defeat at the hands of a rampant Brighton side at the Amex Stadium. I quite like that. Usually the putting the spin on United being the bad side, um, would be something. But they're not really saying that. They're just saying it's humiliating. If anything, it could just be slightly insulting to us, you could argue. However, they did describe us as rampant. I'm happy with that. Um, and I think it really did describe the way it was. We were rampant. We saw the opportunity. We moved in for the kill, where teams like Chelsea, for example, in recent times, should have gone in for the kill and didn't. Um, we did do so in the way that Liverpool did. There was a, um, I think there was a post somewhere on social media which um, said, uh, it had a picture of Salah and 4-0 for Liverpool against Man U, and it said, I see Brighton have been taking notes. <laughs> we certainly had, I think. Um, we matched their result, and I'm absolutely proud to say that we deserve that, and in fact, more. Um, it does now mean Manchester United will have the lowest points total ever in a Premier League campaign in their history. So in 30 years now, that's the lowest points total they're going to be able to achieve. Already confirmed with two more games to go, is it, for them? Um, for us, of course, it's a, already a record points total for Premier League era for our club. That was before this game. We've now gone three points further on, and we have two further games in which we could increase that yet further. We beat Wolves 3-0 away. We beat Man United 4-0 at home. I can only assume that after those Wolves and Man U games that we're going to beat Leeds 5-0 and West Ham 6-0. Boy, what would I give for those two results, particularly if Leeds could be sent down by us. That would give me the greatest of pleasure. As far as our goals were concerned, one thing I haven't mentioned so far, which I really feel is of note, is Mark Kukureya's, his second goal. It was first notable, from my personal point of view, by the fact that I missed it, because I hadn't come back from the um, from the beer in the toilet at half-time, um, which was a bit of a shame. However, I heard it very loudly coming as I was uh, on my way back. Um, fired into the roof of the net from Leandro Trossard's pullback, um, as described by the Beeb. Um, and it was brilliant in the sense that it was a great finish. It felt like it was overdue. It felt as if Kukureya was going to score sooner or later. Um, it was his first goal for us. And he was emotional. I mean, he was crying when he scored that. We later heard the post-match um, interview where you can see that he was apparently struggling to settle at first. So he was been playing really well for us all season, despite having not really settled into the area um, at first. It seems that those problems are now behind him. However, to get the culmination of that journey that he's been on this season to the point where he scores a goal in a crowning, emphatic win is a touching moment for us all as Albion fans. There's now, um, you know, the situation where we go to Leeds away knowing that not only are we safe, but we could make Leeds very unsafe. We're going to have a celebration of Kukurea's season with us, first season, with wigs galore. Um, unfortunately, I can't go to the game, but everyone I know seems to have a wig to take up. And it's going to be great fun. And if he could score again, I would be very happy indeed. 
But as for Saturday, I think it's really difficult to pick a man of the match. I think there were outstanding performances from Moises with his first goal, of course, for the club as well. A great finish. Really lovely. Um, Kukurea, Trossard, perhaps Gros, who I think had possibly his best game for us. Certainly uh, by far his best game this season. Although, of course, good old Garth Crooks, who did include him and Kukurea in his team of the week, described Pascal Gross as... Um, this this being a, a performance culminating from a really good season. wouldn't really say that's been the case, but he has been written off by Albion fans, and he's come back in the last two to three months um, much stronger again, and it shows really the longevity that players can have with us if they fit into the system. Um, it does appear from what we're hearing that he's going to move back to Germany. His contract is up at the end of this season. It's understood he might be missing Germany after five years with the Albion and in England. Um, if that is the case, great shame because he's just got a second wind. Um, but we will set, give him a brilliant send-off in the West Ham game with absolutely no doubt whatsoever. And he will go with our best wishes and our love from five years of brilliant service. A really good signing. I think he cost three million. And yes, he'll go on a free, but quite honestly, that's brilliant value regardless. Um, other players, pretty good. McAllister, Bissouma, Welbeck. I mean, he, as I said, no goal involvement, but he was really involved in a lot of the great play that we had. And he afforded players the space to get into. And it's no coincidence, as I said earlier, that midfielders were able to score, as has been the case in other games recently. I think on days like this, ultimately... There isn't a man of the match, is there, really? I can't decide on one. And I think that is testament to how well we played and how well we deserved the result that we got. In terms of the um, stats, well, I think that's one thing to look at as well. Um, I think, in one sense, they don't really tell the full tale. Um, possession, for example, although we are better when we don't have as much possession in terms of results and outcomes... United have 58% of the possession. I wouldn't say they did too much good with it. Um, they had 15 shots. We had 17 shots, though, which is pretty good against United. Um, six shots on target to their five, which is interesting, and also tells you that Sanchez had a very good game, regardless of our dominance in the match and in the final result. Um, similar on corners as well. Um, according to the, the other stats, I think we've... Um, yeah, I mean, generally came out quite favourably. I think it's the meaningful shots, uh, the XG as well, were pretty much worked in our favour. But it was a very good result. It was a good outcome in terms of the table, with other results kind of not really benefiting us, um, particularly Palace managing to win again. And I think at the weekend, Villa, of course, winning 3-0 away at Burnley to halt Burnley's recent resurgence, left those two teams hot on our tails, um, However, Villa have, since Saturday, played their game against Liverpool and lost it, albeit by a narrow margin 2-1. So Villa now sit in uh, four points behind us, and they've only got one of the two games in hand they had at the end of the weekend. So at the moment, we're still ninth in the table. We've gained on Wolves. We're only three behind them, although they've got a game in hand. We are three ahead of Palace, who have a game in hand on us, and whose goal difference is eight better at the moment. So there's still some nerves around staying above them in the table. Villa themselves, another point behind. So they're four behind with a game in hand. Brentford, four behind with no games in hand. And then um, also Newcastle, four behind with no games in hand. Leicester do have two in hand. They're down on 40, 42. So a couple of things not in our hands, but likely that we will finish solidly in mid-table. And I think we're in with a very good chance still of being in the top half, i.e. the top ten. Uh, ninth at the moment, two winnable games, although Leeds, of course, think that um, 
us at home and Brentford away are the games that they were really looking to win to survive having dropped into the bottom three at the weekend. They, they thought this was going to be um, an easier end of the season in terms of winnable games. I would just say we're on Champions League form over the entirety of the season away from home. We are their bogey team and they never get a result against us and we are on form at the moment in particular. Uh, Brentford, not easy to, to beat at their own ground in general and also on quite good form, also with a very good record against Leeds, particularly historically. They've not um, lost at home to Leeds since 1950. So if Leeds think that's going to be easy, we'll see. I'm sure Peter, who's not with me today, but Peter will be gutted if Leeds go down. We all know that's the case. Anyway, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, we could analyse this forevermore, but to be honest with you, I need to see the game back and see if I can really believe what I saw on Saturday. It was a fantastic performance um, it's a crowning moment in our season, and when the dust settles, you know, that's a 4-0 win against Man United we can always treasure and adore. So, we move on to the weekend. Leeds away. I'm not going to the game. I'm down in Brighton, ironically, for Peter Stagdu. But a number of noisy boys are going to be up there, and I'm sure we may get a matchday special or some kind of audio from the match. Either way round, we will analyse it in a programme next week. So until then, thanks for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the Match Day special. And stand or fall, up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network.